Hello everyone, Chaplain Philip with you again. Choosing sides. When I was growing up, I attended a small church school out in the country. We had three separate classrooms with a teacher for each room. The grades were divided up as follows, one through four, five through eight, and the principal taught ninth and 10th. Each classroom had, his, had its own recess and lunchtime and functioned separately from the other classrooms. During recess and lunchtime and warm weather, we would often play softball on our makeshift baseball diamond. The teacher would determine the two captains and they would then take turns choosing who would be on each team. The best players always got chosen first. As we waited to be picked, cheers and groans would come from each team depending on who got chosen and when. Although I put lots of effort into playing, I was never considered a top choice player. My feelings of self-esteem ebbed and flowed during this process, depending on previous performances. I always felt lucky when I was one of the first five chosen. But I do remember one particular day. That was the day I hit a home run. I collect, connected with the ball just right, and for the first and only time, I hit the home run that cleared the bases and won the game. It pleased me to no end that the ball sailed off my bat over the head of the center fielder, out of the ball field, across the road, and into the Kennebec River. Yes, my friends, that was my one and only moment of glory. I never duplicated that event ever again. But it was such a memorable moment for me that even now, 53 years after the event, I can recall every detail of that victory lap around the bases. For one brief shining moment, I basked in the glory of victory and notoriety. I understand completely how ecstatic the Boston Red Sox baseball team felt when they finally won a World Series, overcoming the curse of the great Bambino. There are only two sides that matter in life. We choose to let God adopt us into his family, or we become slaves of Satan by not choosing God's side. Joshua illustrated the need to choose the right side in the last chapter of the book named after him, Joshua 24, verse 15. After reciting Israel's history from Abraham to Canaan, he challenged Israel to choose between the false gods or Yahweh, between idols of wood and stone and the God of heaven, the God who was their redeemer and protector. Here are the words with which he challenged them. Choose you this day whom you will serve. And he reiterated their choices. But for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I just wish that the spiritual choice that we had to make was not so muddied up and complicated by religious leaders and organizations who claim to paint the right picture of God and who are mentoring us on how to make this all-important decision. It should be clear and simple, not complicated and confusing. I say this because I've been on a long journey discovering who God is and how to make the choice to be picked by his team. It really is simple. It really is quite clear, but you don't always hear that listening to the competing voices of religious orthodoxy. We often hear words of division and exclusivism, words that divide us rather than words that bring us closer together and into God's family. We have a multitude of denominations and faith traditions because of disagreements and theological sparring throughout the centuries. I've heard discussions that began with Unless you believe this, you're not a Christian. If you're a Christian, you must take this stand with me. 
You're not a Christian if you let the likes of them into this hallowed place. I'm so thankful for Compass, where our mission statement describes our fellowship as a safe place to worship, learn, and grow without judgment or force. God made it very clear that we are not to choose sides against each other, but to let God draw us into his family, becoming a part of his team. As Joshua settled into his new position as the leader of Israel after the death of Moses, he went up to look over Jericho, the first test of his leadership. As he surveyed the city from a safe distance, he saw a man standing in front of him with a sword drawn. It was the Lord. Here is the account in Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 and 14. And it came to pass, when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for, for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. God doesn't take sides against the human race. It's always his plan to rescue, to save, to redeem all of his earthly children. His intent is for us to be on his side. Abraham Lincoln was once asked if he believed God was on his side, on the side of the North during the Civil War. Here is his answer. Sir, my concern is not whether God is on our side. My greatest concern is to be on God's side, for God is always right. Abraham Lincoln understood. There are only two teams, God's team and Satan's team. As we look at one another, our brothers and sisters in the human race, we should not see each other as enemies or as friends. The way we should look at each other is how I remember being chosen to serve on a baseball team during grade school. The difference, of course, is that God wants us all on his team. And he will pick you to be on his team unless you absolutely refuse to play on his team. He will let you go to the other team, but only with great sadness. And even then, he will continue to entice you and woo you and attempt to draw you back into his family onto his team for as long as you live, for as long as you have breath, for as long as you remain on this earth above ground. When God wins the ultimate contest, when sin is destroyed and the universe rings with the harmony of perfect peace and joy, our celebrations of his victory will be like the Boston Red Sox team reveling in their World Series win only on an incredible celestial scale. And trust me, there's nothing that beats being on the winning team. Please pull up the praise song, Who You Say I Am by Hillsong, and listen carefully for the lyrics that say, I am chosen, not forsaken. Until next time, I'm Chaplain Philip, and as always, may God bless you today.